Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property network. In this episode, we will be discussing the UKIT report for quarter two of 2021. I'll be joined with CEO Ezra Nahome and Oliver Dusotoy, Head of Research here at Lambert Smithampton. LSH has just published its UK investment transaction report for quarter two of 2021. I see that volume really improved on the previous quarter. Why was that? That's right, we saw a pretty substantial improvement. Volume hit 13.9 billion, that's up 24% on Q1, it's 7% above average. In terms of the drivers, it was really down to the higher prevalence of especially large deals, uh, 200 million plus lot sizes that really explained the increase. In fact, the number of deals was actually ever so slightly down on Q1. And sector-wise, central London was the real key here. After a very subdued Q1, uh, rebounded 42% on Q2 on the back of some major overseas purchases coming back into the market. So bigger deals fueled an improvement, but what else really stood out for you both? Ezra? Well, for me, it's the emergence of the residential sector uh, onto the investment landscape. In some ways, it's a bit predictable. It's been building for years, but it's really gone up a gear since the pandemic. The residential investment hit around 1.4 billion in the quarter, surpassing the 1 billion mark for a fourth successive quarter. And it's not only the bill to rent, other forms of exposure and demand. The big one in Q2 was the Halo Housing Group, £365 million acquisition of a shared ownership portfolio. As we go into a new cycle, I can really see residential being targeted as an ever greater and, and challenge the volumes that we see in the commercial, in the commercial sector. And Ollie, what do you think stood out? For me, it's the return of domestic institutional buyers to the scene. Institutional volume doubled from Q1 to 2 billion and was back in line with the average. And notably, a big chunk of that went into industrial, a record 900 million uh, in Q2. And it's a real change from the recent past where very much net sellers of industrial. Uh, But for me, the really interesting purchase was British land. 87 million acquisition in Enfield. That's a debut buy in the sector for what is a renowned retail investor. I think a really telling sign of the times there. You mentioned industrial, a second successive colossal quarter in quarter two, 3.5 billion. This can't go on forever now, can it? Well, for some of the uh, doomsters out there who believe that a stopped clock is right twice a day, nothing lasts forever. But such is the weight of money targeting logistics, especially since the pandemic. There is clearly some way still to run. And if there is a barrier, it's more likely to be stock related. But the growth in prices has been so sharp since the pandemic that there'll be plenty of sellers out there looking to cash in. Even assets bought just a few years ago, I think a record year of investment into an industrial is a pretty safe bet for 2021. And just to add to that, it's hard to see the rate of price increases being sustained. Prime distribution yields are now circa three and a quarter percent, lower than West End offices. But despite there being little room for yield compression, the sector is still forecast to keep outperforming the rest of the market after 2021 on the back of continuing rental growth. So industrial comes with a hefty price tag these days. For those willing to take a bit more of a risk, Ezra, where do you think the smart money is over the next few years? I I think interestingly, offices does play a part in this. but, But I will say that at the minute, I'm not seeing the opportunity manifest in pricing. I think when you look at the state of the office market, particularly London and the Southeast, you would expect the market to reflect more of what is going on, which is, you know, a glut of supply, uh, a constriction of demand out there. 
but that hasn't as yet gone to value. But maybe that will flow through before the end of the year. So I, I would certainly be calling offices as definitely a sector to, to watch. Now, now, clearly that sits below the obvious sector to highlight, and that's retail. And there are people out there that I know, some pretty mature investors who are uh, particularly looking at the high street markets and indeed some of the secondary centre markets, and there is real value out there. So for those who really want risk but and know what they're doing, I will absolutely flag that the retail sector is a very interesting one to be in. So finally, how do you see the rest of the year panning out? Well, the arrival of Freedom Day, as it's been known, uh, has been a bit spoiled by the latest spike in cases. Uh, But despite that, I believe the economic disruption won't be bad enough to derail positive momentum in the market. Maybe it's a bit of a bump in the road at most. Uh, Yes, we've seen inflation running upwards as well, but that'll prove temporary. So interest rates aren't going anywhere in a hurry. And I think the investment case for property ultimately uh, holds true. I think think for my side, Ollie, uh, starting with the end of the year and a bit of a prediction, I can definitely see a a very strong Q4 finish to the year. Q3, I think, will be interesting. I think certainly as we navigate our way through the notoriously quieter summer months, perhaps now exacerbated by the fact that more people are trying to take some time out. Do I think that will translate into less volume? Yes. So I can see a dip in Q3, but I can definitely see a very strong pickup in uh, in year four. To download the UKIT report in its entirety, please visit lsh.co.uk or view the click-through link in the description box of this podcast. <laughs>